0: Hey, this is another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast with Therese Kelly, And I have a really lovely guest today, and she has a Southern accent. Oh my gosh, I'm a huge fan of all things accents, right? So I'm super excited to bring on Tanya Thomas today. So hello, Miss Tanya. Hi, Teresa. how are you? I'm doing good, I'm doing good. So I always like to start by just letting my guests share like what you do, what's, what's your business? How do you show up and serve the world? And what do you love about it?
1: Sure. My business, the name of it is Team Delegate, and we are an executive virtual assistant company. And one of what we do is we provide remote support to small business owners and entrepreneurs. And um, what I like about the company is I like sharing how business owners can grow their business through delegation freeing them up to do what they do best.
0: That's really nice. So how, how did you get into this business?
1: My journey started in 2000, you know, I came across a training program for virtual assistants mm-hmm. and I it fit my background and I took the training program and I've been in the virtual assistant industry ever since then.
0: Mm-hmm. And what were there any times, Tony, cause this is your own business, right? Mm-hmm. So and I know sometimes when we start our own businesses, we bump into either mindset stuff like, who am I? Can I do this? Or just how do I do it? Or I, I, you know what I mean? So so what kind of got in the way when you first started?
1: There was a lot of things because this is year number 21 for me <laughs> in business or so over that time period. It's been a lot of things. When I first started, there was the frustration of the industry being so new, right. people didn't really know yeah. what it was or understand it. So I, the first challenge was me trying to network and with people locally and hitting a wall yeah. and then realizing um, after hitting that wall that I had to return to the workforce, mm-hmm. you know, and that that was one hurdle there. And I could have thrown in a towel, but I continued trying to do it on the side. And I worked for three years until the company was bought out. And then I was laid off from that job. And it's like, okay, here's my opportunity to, to, to go full force into this again. And I had remembered The last time locally, it just didn't really catch on. So this time being a bit smarter, I focused more online. And from that point, I never looked back. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been doing it full time ever since then. And that was 2015. So it's been a while now.
0: Right, right. That's awesome. So I, I feel like in the business world, there's like shame if you have to take a job, you know, it's like the dreaded, oh my God, you have a J-O-B, like, right. And, and so how did you hold yourself knowing that you had to go back? Like, how did, how did you, how did you be okay with that? Or how did you make that work?
1: It was difficult, you know, cause I didn't have a lot of time I had a young son too, at the time I'm married and, that was the other challenge too. I think, you know, me having to return to the workforce, my spouse wasn't, he lost the faith in me being able to do it too. So that was another hurdle of getting over that. But being in the, in working in the job, I looked at it as the, from the positive side, I had income now to be able to feed into the business, to be able to help market it. So the I had my full-time job. And so that helped make ends meet with the family. And then whatever money that I made from the business, I just reinvested back Mm -hmm. into it. So it was actually ended up being a plus and that helped me to be able to develop a better website, you know, really get my logo the way I wanted it. So I was building it up on the side. And from a time standpoint, it was still challenging and just, you know, being able to do it on the side, but those were the positives. And I just focused on those positives.
0: That's awesome. You know, realizing yeah. that
1: it was going to to come to an end, and I'd be able to to do it full time, and that's what happened.
0: So I heard that your spouse was uh, was uh, not not the number one fan of these things. in some way. So number one, how did that work? And because it's really easy, especially when it's not fully solid, right? When you're when you're a little tenuous with a. It's really easy to say, maybe I'm wrong or yeah, maybe I'll just give it up. So how did you navigate the, I'm supposed to have a business and I know, honey, be quiet. Like how how did, how did you do that?
1: Really just, we didn't really talk about it much. And so that's, that was the thing when I talked about having a job and being able to feed things back into it, because since he had lost, you know, faith in in that it was going to work, that's when I was able to, you know, still keep it separate. And we just really didn't, you know, discuss it, but I kept thinking in my mind, you know, I'm going to prove him wrong. <laughs> and so that's, uh-huh. you know, that was a little bit of motivation too, that kept me, kept me going. But so I felt like it was best if we didn't approach that subject. And okay. so that was kind of how I handle it. I just let the actions speak for themselves, mm-hmm. so to speak.
0: So how did you not give up on your dream then? Because a lot of other women would have said, I got a two-year-old, I got a husband that's not thrilled. Eh. Like, ha- like, what's the thing in you, t- Tanya, that kept the fire going, like the knowing, because you were a pioneer. I mean, people did not know what virtual assistants were back all that days ago. So, so how did you keep that, like, I'm supposed to do this?
1: That's a good question, because, you know, it does get very discouraging when you're hitting roadblocks like that. But you, yeah. I, what kept me going was knowing what why I wanted it. I okay. kept my why in the uh-huh. forefront of my mind. And for me, that was to have that freedom and flexibility over my schedule so that I could be there for my then one son. Yeah. Um And so that was what kept me motivated and going for that end goal. And I think that's what you have to do, Mm -hmm. knowing your why, because that's that's what's going to pull you through when the tough gets going.
0: I love that. Love that. So what else inspires you in terms of keeping going? Because it's one thing to know your why. But then stuff falls on top of it. Life happens. People get sick. People die. The economy, racism, all kinds of stuff happens. And so how do you hold on to that in the face of adversity or challenges?
1: For for me, it's because I still, you're right, you know, I still run into roadblocks yeah, now. We
0: all do. We all but, do. That's right. The thing, exactly. Right? Yeah.
1: You have to look, as which is the old saying, you have to look on the bright side. So okay. anything that I encounter and it, 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 maybe it's a failure, mm-hmm. I always think there's a lesson here. Mm-hmm. And this lesson is whatever it, I look for it and, I, and I always find it, you know, what I could have done better or done differently. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's going to make me stronger. So I know the next time this is going to happen the next time. Be, but yet it's just making me stronger and helping me get to my journey. Mm. You know, and when I get there, I'm going to be the better for it. Right. Having gone through, you know, whatever it was that I encountered here on this ter- entrepreneurial journey.
0: And it's this entrepreneurial journey. Whew, it will, it will kick you mm-hmm. in the
1: head. <laughs> right. Exactly.
0: So, you know, um, when I'm hearing you, you're not saying this word, but you're defining the word resilience. Right. Like, I know I can bounce back. I know my purpose. I'm like, you're super focused, but I love the reframe around, this is going to make me stronger. Like, yeah, I can handle this, whatever failure, mistake, setback. Because you have that like mindset that's like, I will use this for my growth. This isn't going to take me down. So how did, like, were you raised with this resilience? Did you have to develop it? Do you like, you know, take pills to get it? I'm being facetious with that because it's a it's like, resilience is, is a pretty important quality and not everybody has it it's usually a thing to be developed so how did this come about for you
1: it is and and that just takes me takes me back because i when i think back on it i've always been that way my whole oh, yeah. life but as a okay. matter of fact my mom i've been speaking to her a few weeks ago because she i talked to her about the business and stuff and she'll she said you know um, you're just like your dad. He was that way. You just have that drive. You know, right. you're not going to give up. It's just a drive there. So I don't know if that's something that's just ingrained internally yeah, in me. Yeah. But I don't. And I was an athlete. You know, I I, I don't like to throw in the towel. Yeah. I'm just going to yeah. keep going. You know, if something tries to get in the way, I'm going to press my way through because I want to win. <laughs> boom
0: what's so cool is like you here's a problem like you knew you've heard the term unconscious competence have you heard that mm-hmm. whereby you do something so naturally you just do it unconsciously and other people look at you and go what like so what I heard was a you had a mom and a dad that nourished that so you had a demonstration of you just keep going you're just driven you're focused and then you playing sports of course then you so you have this Thing in you that you know you can get what you want does that make sense correct
1: and you know she reminded me you know remember I did always tell you me and my sisters you know that you can do anything that you set your mind oh, to oh. and maybe her feeding that into me oh, it just got buried in there
0: I love your mama we well, thank her like that that's magical <laughs> right like that's the power right like, you know there's like the the nurture nature argument, right? And so not only did you see the demonstration, but you had a mama, like God bless the mamas of the world, like literally programming you for this. But what if somebody didn't have your mama or didn't have the demonstration of the father or didn't get the chance to be on sports teams? Like, and I'm sure some of your business owners, if you're helping them delegate
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: manage their lives a little bit better, like if they don't have the background or the foundation that you have how do what would you say to them? Like, how would you help keep going? You can do it. Like, what would you say to them?
1: I would say to them that, you know, it can be, and then really, and this is true, because this is what, when it comes to delegating too, that's for a lot of people, they don't want to do it because it's going to take a little extra effort and time. But I remind them on the back end you're going to reap the rewards. And that's really the same too in running a business. Like when we're talking about the roadblocks, if you get past them, you're going to reap the rewards on the other side. And so that's always the advice that I give the clients too when it comes to delegating. You may be in the weeds a little bit when you're having to develop, you know, what you want to give to somebody and then how you're going to give it to them. All of that takes work, but you're going to be glad that you did it once it's done.
0: So you kind of like, you know that, I think it, it's like the title, keep your eye on the prize. Mm-hmm. It sounds like that's what you teach people to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, All how's right. it going to feel at the end? What, what are you going to like at the end? Yeah. You know, I use it, Tanya, the work I do with people, I use the term collapse because that's what I see people is like, I didn't have your mama or your daddy, you know, demonstrating the really cool things that they demonstrated for you. Um, and what happens is a lot of people, they, They set out to do something, but either mindset blocks or other strategy blocks, whatever, and they just collapse. They just—they're not unstoppable. And I hear that you know how to be unstoppable, and so I just want to contrast. Like, so if you are a person who is collapsing, and and there's no shame in it. Sometimes you have to stop. Like you talked, you said, "Like, okay, I got to get a job temporarily," but I—but you never gave up your vision, right? So even though you were sidetracked, you still were moving forward, if you will. But if somebody is is like stopping, in addition to like keep your eye on the prize, know what you want, is there any other, and, and you probably just do it so naturally, so I don't even know if you have anything to contribute here. Anything else you would share that would be like, oh, here's how to get out of that. Here's what else to do to focus on that.
1: Yes. And I'll be you know transparent. I do have my moments, which just like the breakdown moments. And it's like, I'm not doing this anymore. Maybe this is my path, you know, whatever it is. But I say have those moments because, oh, but don't okay. stay there, you know, give yourself that opportunity, nice. whether it's 24 hours or three hours or whatever it is to have that moment and then that's mm-hmm. it so set that set that ground rule of what that's going to look like mm-hmm. that you give yourself that time frame and then dust yourself off and and go back and analyze and think you know what could i have mm-hmm. done differently in this situation was it mm-hmm. something else that i could have done they look for, towards yourself because a lot of times you know you can't they, they involve another person in another situation. And typically in business, that's what it is. Right. But you know, the only thing you can do is internalize on your own end and figure out what it is that maybe you could have done better. And then decide and think: Is this the end for me, or, or is, do I want to keep going? Just ask yourself that. And if I stop, <laughs> what's going to be the what else can I do? Is there an alternative? And it, it, how do I feel right. about that alternative? The second thing is ask yourself, well, do I want to keep going? And if I keep going, what does that look like? So that's the typical exercise mm-hmm. that I like nice. to try to do. And that's the advice that I would give to others to do too. And you'll yeah, typically make awesome. that decision to keep going if, it's, if, if this is your passion. Right, right. Most of us do.
0: do you, how do you get support for yourself? Like what, 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 what feeds you and nourishes you and keeps you going? Because I think, I think sometimes for me, when we're in that fall down place, I don't know for me, I, I call in the girls or you know, cuddle with my sweetie or whatever. Like there's, we can't do it our by ourselves. So how do you get support?
1: I love that question too, Therese, because you're right. You do have to have that too. So that I do have support now. You know, I have support you. I mentioned my mother. She's a big cheerleader. So I, you know, go to her. And now, of course, my husband, because now I've been doing this for so long. He's obviously, you know, back <laughs> on the bandwagon from a long time ago. And he had to eat his words and say, you know, I'm glad you kept going. Because, you know This has been fantastic. So now he is a big yeah. supporter. And I, you know, he gives me great advice. And so when I'm in those moments, he helps, you know, get me past them, too. So you're right. I do that. I have those support systems. And then I also I listen to a lot of podcasts and I have what I call virtual mentors, people that I listen to a lot. That's very helpful as well.
0: That's great. And you know, I just have to say about your husband. You you just said I'm going to prove you wrong and you did.
1: Exactly. <laughs> now he's, yeah. he's on the
0: team, right? <laughs> like, that is that is so great. That's really awesome. Awesome. So Tanya, um what's next for you? Like are are you is there an expansion or are you are you at capacity? Like where are you at with your business?
1: Yes, I am developing some Coaching programs as well, coaching programs for, you know, other people who want to be a virtual assistant. And then also coaching. I've realized a lot from potential clients, um, people who need more support as it relates to delegating. So I'm developing a course around delegation for to help people understand the deep deepness that's involved in it to be able to do it efficiently. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's really awesome. So how do you get to the point, you know, in terms of delegation? Because there's there's a bunch of mindset stuff in it. Like mm-hmm. nobody can do it as good as I can. Um, you already talked about the time issue. It takes too much time. Mm-hmm. Another one I hear, I've heard a lot is I can't trust a lot of can't. A lot of can't. It's either I can't, nobody will do it as good or I can't trust. Somebody will steal my stuff, take my money, blah, 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 blah right? And so we feel like our you have to have a right mindset to let things go because a lot of us are control freaks. Like if we start our own business, we want to be in charge, right? right? So how do you help somebody get past those very real questions? So what would you say to somebody to let the, that stuff go?
1: The advice that I like to give around the trust is to start small. Okay. I mean, obviously when you're first getting started with someone, you're not just that if you're, have a trust issue you're not know, just going to give over everything, but start with something small that you're comfortable with starting with okay. and work your way up from there. you know once they've taken that on and they've been doing it for a little while and you feel comfortable, add something else in okay. and the second piece to that too is developing that relationship communication, mm. communicating with them on a regular basis, getting to know them that also helps with that uh, trust factor piece of it mm-hmm. as well. And so those things, doing those things, help people. And then the other side of that is, you've got to know what your end goal is. Mm. For people who are reluctant to delegating, what typically happens is, is you're going to maybe end up being in the burnout stage right. <laughs> if you're trying to keep everything. One hundred percent. Yes. And yes. that's where you'll end up. And then you're also going to end up eventually bottlenecking your yes. growth as well. So you've got those Slow two down. end results. It, it, for people who are reluctant to doing it and don't want to give up, that's that's what you're headed towards.
0: I feel like that when I when I had the most support on my team, it was when I got really real with me, mm-hmm. and just self aware and said, "I'm the bottleneck," because I I know what I want, and then I got to communicate. So I ended up bringing a project or business manager on, basically. Um, but I think a lot of people, and I had VA. So in my mind I was delegating like, well, this one does that. This one was that this one, but I had to man it all. And I had to, you know what I mean? Like, so even though I had assistance, the system that I was using made me the bottleneck. And I also think I don't have this problem right now, but I think there are a lot of people that like, let's just face it. It takes money. You got to invest in another person to help you in your business. And I feel like a lot of people don't prioritize like i'll spend a whole bunch of money on a website on facebook ads but to say like wow if i could get 10 hours back (sighs) you know what i mean like there's there's do you think there's like a deservability issue or a i don't i don't either i don't deserve that or i can't receive that like do you do? i don't know you know i'm the mindset person so i just go to like why things bottleneck so what's your thought about people not getting themselves as much that's why i asked you about support earlier right and you clearly have the support but what what would you say about not getting yourself as much support what do you think happens or why what have you seen
1: i think it has to do with and you touched up on one of the points of the too. sometimes it's the investment piece yeah, of it for sure. people they look at it as an expense instead of an investment Right. Because when you you bring someone on, it, anytime you hire somebody, it is an investment That's for great. you and you're looking to get a return typically on time. And so it, I think if people would look at it from that standpoint, what is it going to do for me? You're right. If I get this extra 10 hours of time, mm-hmm. what can I do with that in order to drive the business forward? Right. Instead of looking at it again from, well, i got to pay this person this amount of money, you know, how can I do that? And so you have to keep in mind that you hire to grow, not grow to hire. Oh, you know, wait, you look wait, at it wait, wait. hold on, hold on.
0: <laughs> That's really good. Slow that train down. You hire to grow, not grow. So it's not, I'll hire when, it's right. hire now, knowing that, oh my gosh, hire to grow, not grow to hire that's brilliant mm-hmm. boom wisdom dropped there okay keep going I didn't mean to interrupt you but that was just so good I had to <laughs> punctuate it so
1: yeah and so that was that's the way you have to look at it um because I think otherwise you you wouldn't move forward with it if you looked at it from the, right. that standpoint of it being right. an expense
0: you know what I think is that when I would coach people I would say what are you charging let's say three hundred dollars an hour why are you doing $20 an hour tasks then? And I feel like that comes to, like there's the the old work ethic of, I just got to do it all, or Mm -hmm. I can't ask for help. A lot of women are raised, can't ask for help, got to do it all. You know, raise your hand if you're a firstborn child, right? That's the the deal. And the valuing, like for me, I'm at the point of like, I don't care how much I have to pay. My time is about, even if I'm sitting, even if I'm not doing a good ROI thing, even if I'm just choosing to chill, the value of i deserve to have a business that supports me and i feel like and i'm sure you did in the beginning too we all have to do everything in the beginning we're kind of slaves to the business because we don't have the money to invest so so it's really hard when you're in this like like scramble around mode to go oh wait i can do it differently and have people support me like that's a that's a big shift for a lot of people
1: exactly it is and so it's a completely different mindset to, yeah. to be able to think that way. And you touched upon a good point. Cause I, I talk to people about that too, looking at what is your time worth. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of times they don't look at it from that standpoint. Right. You're right. You know, your rate as you said is maybe 300 dollars an hour. Then you're you should be fine with paying somebody much less than Absolutely. that to be able to get the support. It it just makes math sense (laughs) you know it makes better financial sense to do that right right but so that is another way to to look at it if you're thinking about getting that support Mm -hmm. i think that's that's huge
0: Right, get your hands off the wheel you can't do everything Mm -hmm. you shouldn't do everything right don't 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 no no all right so tanya i know you have a facebook group that you want to invite people to so why don't you tell us a little bit about that and what they can learn and Gang, we'll have in the show notes all Tanya's contact information and the and the address for her Facebook group. But what 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 do you get in the Facebook group with you?
1: Sure, it's called Successful Delegation Strategies, and we share tips and um, um, in, about delegation in there. And then I also go live, take questions, so people oh, who have questions around. Delegating, which a lot of people have many questions. Mm-hmm. Some that we talked talked about, yes. and so we also have you know workshops and things of that nature as well.
0: That's awesome. Perfect. All right, and so uh, folks can contact you. So again, want you to say your URL, and again, it'll also be in the show notes so they can find you. In addition to your Facebook group, what's yeah. your URL? If they want to just go straight to your website
1: teamdelegate.com. And then there's also teamdelegate.com slash downloads. And then there they can have, we talked about the ROI. There's an ROI calculator there and some other resources.
0: Wow.
1: Fabulous. That's great. Great, great.
0: Y'all should just jump on, get that one, right? Perfect. Mm -hmm. All right. And honey, is there anything as we wrap up, is there anything else you want, any bits of wisdom or inspiration or encouragement that you want to share
1: with the folks? Sure. I, for me, I would say just never give up. You know, yeah. if you have that true entrepreneurial spirit, let that drive you and keep your mind on your why. Mm-hmm. Always have um, people around you who can support you because you will need that. Then also have make sure that you have a mentor of some sort right. too. who can support you as well. So it, just have as much support as you can and continue on your journey. Don't keep your goals somewhere where you can see them each day so you can stay focused on them, knowing that seeing them, you're going to get there. I love that.
0: I love it. And Talk to your mama. I wish I had your mama. She sounds, <laughs> give her my best. Tell her, tell her, thank you for uh, instilling that in you and being, being a great, you know, we're. I'm a mom, we're moms. And it's like, mm-hmm. am I doing it right? You don't know. Right. But, but just exactly. like you can do anything like what a beautiful message to have heard, to literally be imprinted with your whole life. So mm-hmm. give my mom, give your mom my best. Cause I, that we need more mamas telling their children that like, and we all need to hear that as well. So I want, I want your mom to call me and tell me that (laughs) (laughs) anyway. So gang, I, I really appreciate you listening to this episode and follow Tanya. We'll have all the links in the show notes. And as usual, thanks again for listening. Peace and blessings. Bye now. Hey, this is Teresa. And I'm so excited that you were with us today for another episode of the fiercely brilliant podcast. You know, if you are inspired to get to that brilliant place, if you heard some wisdom today that made you think, yeah, I need some help in that area, I would encourage you to have a conversation with me. Super simple. You just go to treeskelly.com forward slash let's connect. It's a no charge, no pressure conversation. And if I can support you, to clear the blocks, to really step into that brilliance. Oh my gosh, it would be a delight. And I'll be honest with you, we'll just have a great conversation and see where we can take it. Peace and blessings. Bye.